welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I was going to cut back to twice a week, but many of you have demanded that I continue to do the podcast three times a week, so I will, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also catch my live radio broadcast at 670 AM KMZQ, Monday through Friday in Las Vegas from 8 AM to 10 AM, so please tune in. We're going to talk about heroes and folks who aren't really heroes right after we check in with our sponsor, Donna Francavilla. The Heidi Harris Podcast is heard by tens of thousands of listeners because she's sassy, funny, and lovable. If you'd like to place your message on the podcast, I'll help you get started. I'm Donna Francavilla, owner of Frankly Speaking Communications. I'll voice your message for you for just $100, recorded, edited, and submitted as a special offering. Let me help you tell your story. Write to me at DonnasNiceVoice.com. That's DonnasNiceVoice.com. Last weekend on Friday, I had an opportunity to attend a memorial service for a real hero. His name was Major Stephen Long, and he had been held captive for five years in Hanoi. He was an amazing person. And I had a chance to interview him a couple of years ago. Just a great guy. And that interview is on HeidiHarris.com, so you can check that out at HeidiHarris.com. It's his... The title is POW Interview. I had a chance to speak with Major Long and Captain Ray Alcorn, who had been held for seven years in captivity. Great interview. Great people. And I got to tell you, at this memorial service, the one thing that was overwhelming to me was the generation of people who came before me, like my parents' generation. They're going to be gone, and we're not going to be even close. I was in a room full of people who've given so much for our country sacrifice so much. And Major Long went on to have a very distinguished military career even after he came back from Vietnam. And it was just amazing to hear these stories. You talk about humbling. I mean, I've never done anything in my life, and I never will do anything in my life as heroic as any of these people. I mean, I stand up for my community, big whoop, and, and I, I consider that a calling, but nothing like Major Stephen Long in this room full of people Others who'd been POWs, people who've just sacrificed so much for the benefit of this nation. And it wasn't just that. It was their amazing families. These guys had been married. He'd been married for 45 years. There were a lot of people who'd been married for just about that length of time. And I got to tell you, when I'm around these people, I'm just humbled by how amazing they are. And here's the thing. Back in the day, and listen, I understand that Things in some ways are better, in some ways they're worse. Back in the day, when you got married, it was supposed to be for life. And not everybody, but most people got married and stayed married. And if you talk to somebody who's been married for 45 years, I promise you they've gone through some of the same stuff that people you know have gone through and just decided to throw in the towel. At the first sign of whatever, they get bored with each other, they have stress at work, they meet somebody cuter, whatever. I mean, it's so amazing how my generation and below are so quick to throw in the towel. Maybe they get married to the wrong person. That makes your life tough. I understand. I know some people who are married to the wrong people. It makes it hard. But you don't throw in the towel. They just are so quick to do it. So when you look at these people, and I looked at the life of Major Long and the stability and his amazing family and friends and the network of people he worked with and, and hunted with and fished with and all this kind of stuff throughout his life, I just sat there and thought, wow, what an incredible hero who's passed. And we will not see the likes of this guy again. We just won't. 
And every day we're losing people like him who are that age. He was 77. And there are a lot of people who are a little bit older or maybe a little bit younger who are passing, who have just sacrificed so much for our benefit. I walked out of there just feeling about two inches tall. That wasn't the whole point of the memorial. It wasn't about that. But I just thought, wow, I have been in a room full of heroes and it was just such an honor and a privilege to know Stephen Long, and it was an honor and privilege to be around these kind of folks because they really are salt of the earth. And you could sit next to them at the bar and talk to them for hours. They'd probably never tell you about some of the amazing heroic things they've done, planes they've flown, and mistakes that were made along the way or things that were discovered as a result of the sacrifices many of them made to make the planes safer. Now, as you may know, I'm an honorary commander at Nellis Air Force Base in the fighter squadron. and I've been in a fighter jet. I've actually gotten to ride in one. And when you ride in the fighter jet and you see all of these buttons and dials and all these things that I don't understand, the pilot will tell you if you're in the back seat, here are the instructions. Don't touch anything. Got it. I won't. But when you see these bells and whistles and buttons and dials and all these things, every one of them probably came as a result of the sacrifice of someone who came before these pilots to make them safer and faster and more efficient. And these pilots who were flying in the 40s and 50s and 60s, they laid the groundwork for all the pilots that came after them. So I just can't say enough about that generation of people and Major Steve Long and his amazing family and the sacrifice that he provided for America. All right, now let's talk a little John McCain. I know that there's a lot of uh, adoration of John McCain coming out this week. And, of course, there are people who don't like him. Here's what I will say about John McCain. Yes, he suffered when he was a POW, and no one can take that away from him. No one can take away the fact that he was heroic and was horribly beaten to the point where his arms never really worked the same way again and things like that. It was horrific, and I can't imagine, once again, can't imagine making that sacrifice for my country. But since then, he came back to America. This is the way I see it. Came back to America as a hero, traveled around, got a big head, dumped his wife for somebody younger and richer and prettier, and that spent 30-something years in the Senate. You know what? I'm not impressed with people who are lifetime public servants. I'm not. That was not the way this country was supposed to be set up. Our founding fathers did not envision a world in which you stayed in the Senate for 30 years because you have nothing else to do. Even if you're running a business and someone's running it for you, you are supposed to go into Congress somewhere and then go back home to your farm and run your business. A lifetime of public service is not what they envision, and nobody should be in Congress that long. And of course, trying to pass any kind of uh, you know, bills about term limits is going to be very difficult. And I know what people say. Well, we shouldn't have term limits because we have elections. I know that. But when you have the incumbency on your side, it's very difficult to unseat these people. And part of it is the fact that these guys stay for 30 years is that they're kissing butt. They're kissing butt with people who will help them stay in office. Remember that the only thing you care about when you get to office is staying there. I've seen it a million times. I've known a lot of these politicians, especially in Nevada, since before they became politicians. And I see them change. And their number one objective is to stay there. Stay in that judge seat. Stay in the Senate. Stay in the House. Stay in the Assembly. Whatever they have to do, they will kiss any butt or any ring to stay there. They get compromised immediately because all they care about is what's good for them. And we, the people, are remembered every two, four, six years when we're necessary for a re-election. And that's it. So don't be fooled into thinking these politicians are so great. There's no such thing as a lifetime of public service unless you're somebody like Franklin Graham who's giving a lot for a Samaritan's purse or things like that. Come on. You're not a public servant. You're serving yourself. Let's be honest. 
And there are a lot of people who will say, oh, John McCain reached across the aisle and cared more about America than he did about party lines. I'm not sure that's true. And by the way, he gave us the big finger when he decided to vote against Obamacare repeal simply because he hated Donald Trump and wanted to give him the final finger. Now, if anybody thinks that's a guy who puts America ahead of party or ahead of personal interests, it's crazy. It's not true. So stop lionizing this guy. Everybody goes on and on and on. If I read one more tribute to John McCain, I think I'm going to throw up. I've read nothing but that over the weekend. Now, there are some people who are reviling him. And listen, you don't want to be critical of a guy who's dying or just died. I understand that. But let's put it in perspective. Politicians are people, too. They're flawed like the rest of us. And nobody should be worshipped because they're a public servant. Harry Reid was in office forever. What did he do? He got himself rich. That's all he did. What did he do for Nevada? Nothing. Nothing for Nevada except make himself rich. It was all about him. That's the problem with politicians left and right. So please, I'm begging you, do not put a lot of trust in these princes. The Bible says not to do that. Don't put your trust in these people. And if you'd like to look that up, that's Psalm 146.3. Thomas Jefferson had a great quote. He said, whenever a man casts a longing eye on offices, you know, meaning elective office, a rottenness, a rottenness begins in his conduct. No kidding. That's exactly what happens. And once again, I'm not saying we don't need public servants. We do. We need people who actually want to try to make a difference. But I have yet to see one who wants to make a difference, who immediately doesn't change and wants to just stay there. And it's very sad. So just we need to stop this hero worship of politicians and celebrities and all these kinds of folks who really sometimes they add something. Most of the time they don't. But ultimately, they're just people like the rest of us. They're no better. They're no worse. I mean, look at the Kennedy family, nothing but rich white trash. There are a lot of people that we look up to for some reason just because they're famous or we think they have a perfect life because it's all about glamour. And their lives are just as screwed up as anybody else's. And when you look at the John McCain family, his first wife and her two kids that he adopted, and then they had a kid together, he basically walked away from all those guys to marry Cindy, who was 18 years younger. I'm not saying he never talked to his kids again. I'm just making the point that divorce tears people up. I've been there, done that. And my family divorce situation wasn't because of uh, adultery or that kind of thing. But still, you trade in your older wife or some younger one and the kids aren't going to be destroyed? That's not integrity as far as I'm concerned. I don't care how much they love each other. And when you're married, you're supposed to guard your marriage. And if you're traveling around and people are admiring you, you have to keep a check on your ego and don't believe the press about yourself. And it's very easy when you decide to go traveling and all these kinds of things to let your marriage get away from you. It's very, very simple to do. But the fact is, you still need to constantly be concerned about it and constantly keep things in check and keep temptations in check and all of that. Or you just wind up marrying some, you know, prettier, younger girl, and ruining the kids' lives. But nobody really cared because Cindy McCain was this and that and the other, whatever. And I don't want to beat up the McCain family, but I'm just tired of all the people worshiping them as if it's no big deal. They're no better than you and I are. None. They are flawed human beings who basically did 30 years of public service for themselves. That's what it comes down to. And if you don't believe that, you have not been to Washington, D.C. Because I've been back there and I've watched these little interns and people running around with their blackberries and their phones going, oh, yes, Senator, what can I do for you, Senator? It's sickening, sickening to watch. And it's very intoxicating if you're a politician. The last thing you want to do is give that up. You can't believe it until you get back there and see how the swamp actually works. It's not about you. You have been forgotten. 
The minute they get on that plane and head to Washington, D.C., they're going to talk to you in about two years maybe, but they do not care about you. So you need to understand that. Put them in perspective. Try to vote for the best people. Always take what they say with a grain of salt. Hope they're doing a little bit of good and hold their feet to the fire when they're not. That's what we can do as we the people. That's the whole point. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget you can join me weekdays for my live radio broadcast on 670 AM, KMZQ, 8 AM to 10 AM. Okay, so 8 to 10 AM on 670 AM, KMZQ in Las Vegas. You can follow me on Twitter, Heidi Harris Show, Facebook, Heidi Harris Show. HeidiHarris.com is where I post these podcasts and blog posts, and you can pick up a copy of my brand new book, it's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. You can do all of that at HeidiHarris.com. Now, coming up this morning on the Heidi Harris Show live at 6.70 a.m., we're going to talk about this new law. It's called Marcy's Law. A lot of people are pushing forward. It's about victims' rights, and it's all based on a young lady who was murdered in 1983 by her ex-boyfriend, and the family wants all these extra things added to protect victims in the law. And I'm looking at this, and I don't see it quite the way other people do. So we're going to chat with the local defense attorney about this Marcy's Law, because it's going to be on the ballot in Nevada in November. And it's really not what you might think it is, at least not in my interpretation of it. So we'll chat about that this morning at 9 on the Heidi Harris Show, live on 670 AM KMZQ. But remember, the show starts at 8 now. So catch me for the 8 o'clock hour. In the 9 o'clock hour, we'll talk a little bit about Marcy's Law. Until we meet again, remember... You were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.